Hello and welcome to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. Adam has been a movieaholic of but, late. Well, I mean, as of late, by if you mean by like 20, 30 years, yes. Yeah, yeah pretty yes. much. That's safe to say. That's I, I don't think that's as of late. I think that's roughly uh, the majority of his life. The only reason prior to any sort of relationship that Adam ever held a job was to be able to buy comic books and go to the movies. Is that fair? And, and, funny, and video games. And funny enough, most of those jobs either got me discounts on video games or got me free movies. So, so I think it's accurate, yeah. Let's let's say 75-80% of my life has been dedicated to that, and then 20% for all the other stuff, you know. Uh, the, the, Education, relationships, family. Um, I would say virtually every job I've had either got me free or reduced music I worked in music for so long, the idea of having to purchase music is just, who does that? When I when I finally got to the point where I'm just like, wait, so I give you $8 and I, and I just watch it? I don't, what do you give me in return for the, <laughs> that's strange. Is this, is this how bartering works? How long have we been bartering? For all of the known history? Wow. Yeah, okay, well, um. I didn't know that. What if I give you five dollars instead? No, it's no. a set price. That I don't like that at all. I okay. don't either. Well, uh, I have to see this movie here. Apparently, not everyone gets free movie tickets, hangs out with the artists, and watches it from backstage. I don't. Yeah, it. It's just. It's and strange. It's annoying. <laughs> After you do it so many times, it gets to be the norm. And then when you're not doing it, it's like, huh. I don't like this one bit. This isn't good at all. Is this how the common folk live? No. no wonder they don't like it. I don't want to be with the riffraff. <laughs> so, yeah, there's that. For me, it's been uh, free music, concerts, and uh, books, but the books were usually sucky and books that people just wanted me to promote because they were bad. That's, and uh, makeup. That's uh, first world problems there, Jane. <laughs> those are, is. you know, that's even, I don't even know if those are, those are two. <laughs> Those are like so like ivory tower. I don't even know if they're first world problems. Like <laughs> I would not survive in medieval times. And watching that documentary with Chris Prine, uh Pine was, showed me that. Wasn't wasn't a documentary. You sure? And and B, um I also wouldn't because uh insulin um was not manufactured artificially. I see. They pro well, they probably would have bled me with leeches. And said that it was like bad humors or a demon. So, have you looked up the history of the sugar sickness? I mean, is it? Now, has, I know, I know that it is called the sugar down in the south. <laughs> yeah, the sugar. Even, even though technically the sugar is what I should not be having. But um, that's like that's like calling like if, if when Superman gets sick, they're like he's got the kryptonites. Yeah, <laughs> uh, just should, lay down, sugar. Yeah, Wait, we, the yeah. movie reveal starting in a minute, but. Medieval times and all of my reading or watching of shows with a medieval theme, which I assume are documentaries. Documentaries, all of them, <laughs> yes. I just don't remember that as being a thing. So, like, was, it, was everyone with diabetes just automatically dead or... Well, I mean... Or did they call it something within, else? Within or? a couple... Like, they probably didn't know what it was. Yeah. But they're just like, eh, put them with the lepers. Uh, maybe it's leprosy. Either way... <laughs> We don't have to deal. I I think there's probably a lot of misdiagnosis. Yes. I I'm going to do a medical show about medieval times called misdiagnosis. Like, and it's just him. He's completely wrong about every besides like a stab wound. They're like, oh well, you got stabbed there. We should um, 
Bring in the Here, leeches. Give me that uh give me that dirty knife over there <laughs> and uh I don't know that cornmeal. I'll do something with that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, here, just yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll do that. I mean, really. Again, I'm just saying medieval, not actually having a grasp on all the hundreds of years of it. But being a, a wizard and stuff in that time, really, just as good as being a doctor because you're kind of like um, historically, it might work. And this this pains me to say, I don't think wizards were what's the word real. <laughs> So, essentially, yes. They, it would be like being an uneducated doctor. They'd be like, I, here, I've got uh, chicken bones and uh, the blood of a newt. It might work. I'm going to mix it. Uh, oh, look, we're going to have good crops this year. And they're like, how do you see that in those? And they're like, oh, well, I'm reading the bones. Yeah. Know, reading them because I'm, I'm a wizard. Before there was actual medicine, the real stuff. You could it's it was a crapshoot, really. It's to like, be to be fair, like the Dark Ages probably would have been helped if we hadn't burned all of those libraries like yeah. in ancient Greece or if we hadn't, you know, just bur- burning books always led to bad things. Like And speaking of Adam went to see Robin Hood. I did. Six minutes later, let's start the movie. That's review. better. Normally, we go about twelve or thirteen. I could continue to talk about boils and pestilence. Just well, I mean, Robin Hood. This this particular iteration did not have a lot of boils and pestilence. And as, but it, it's it's part of the ambiance. And there was a real Robin of Noxley. Yes, there was. Um, Loxley, and no, he's an amalgamation of several different yes, characters. Yes, but based on strung together. The, L- like very, an Arthur, very like an Arthur. loosely. Yes, yes. actually, v- very much like Arthur. Like yeah. a lot of the characters that they have kind of cobbled together for this lived like centuries apart. But they they're just like ah, eh, that little John. We'll put him there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll put. Him. He was his best friend. Now they're is like, little John um, the captain from McHale's Navy's dad? Like in my favorite version of Robin Hood with Errol Flynn. Um. That's a really I'm sorry. Straight, I, I don't said, even know how to answer I'm that I'm sorry. Question. I said McHale's Navy. Which, I meant to say Gilligan's Island. Which, sorry. which version of Robin Hood is which Which one of them exists in the same universe? I My favorite is The Adventures of Robin Hood with Errol Flynn and Olivia de Havilland and Basil Rathbone. I'm, I'm going to get in trouble for saying it, but my favorite... Oh, I thought you were going to say you didn't know who any of those people were. No, my favorite okay. is Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. I enjoyed that okay. immensely. Right, that, I yeah. mean, it does have Alan Rickman. Oh, yeah, yeah. And bef- I, before I you want to start getting on to it, yes, I know, Kevin Costner's English accent is how you say, uh, how the French say, non-existent. However, Seems what like if he, he had played He is talking it? like he is from the Bronx, eh? Yeah? What if he had played, like, Dick Van Dyke's accent? I... That's probably what he did, like, the first day on set. Like, Kevin Reynolds is like, well, let's hear it, Kevin. He's like, every day is a lovely day with Mary. And he's <laughs> like, don't ever do that again. Um, we, they will, we will, we will not make any of our money back. Before we continue with the movie review, Lynn manuel Miranda is so concerned about this whole accent thing and Dick Van Dyke, and he's spoken to Dick Van Dyke, even though he's not playing the same character. It's kind of like he's it's the guy. Yeah, yeah, it's essentially the same character, except he's a lamplighter. Anyway, right? right. Um, Pretty sure the, those 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 jobs were interchangeable at that period in yes, time. Yes, you know, whenever whenever chimney sweeps didn't have chimneys to sweep, I believe they they lit lamps. I I only have sweeping skills. I only have lighting skills. Oh, well, it's easy. <laughs> Come here, I'll show you. We'll cross train. He apparently had several different tutors, like embedded. 
and I believe the entire crew or the bulk of the crew was British. And I believe they all spoke like that. So he said actually it was hard for him to lose the accent. And so if people hate it, then they can, I guess, blame the acting coach and everyone he worked with. Well, that's probably... A hundred percent more than Dick mm-hmm. Van Dyke. I really yes. think Dick Van Dyke said Dick he Van had Dyke, like an hour with some guy. Yes, I I, I totally believe that. Like, and he's if go that, with it. and it was probably like fifteen minutes of it. They got to know each other. So it was really only forty-five minutes yeah. of work with it. They probably said, you know, go with your version of what Angela Lansbury did in Gaslight, her first film. Have you seen it? I have not. Right, Angela Lansbury is seventeen. Here's a movie review. It's I called can't. Gaslight. When you gaslight someone, it's when you're trying to think trying to make them think they're crazy and uh, it starred Ingrid Bergman and uh, she was being gaslit but uh, you know she wasn't crazy well anyway the saucy maid of the house was 17 year old Angela Lansbury I almost can't picture saucy she was always murder she wrote no 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 teeny bed knobs and broomsticks enormous eyes Bright full lips, and she's good day, sir. You know the whole thing, and uh, so like Betty White, one hundred and seventeen years ago. Yeah. Okay. All right. Only saucier. How do you, I don't know if you can get saucier than Betty White. I know you like, have to see this character. She's, she's pretty much ragu. Like yeah. she's about as saucy as it gets. Anyway, you need to watch Gaslight. I'm surprised that hasn't been remade because it is an exceptional film. In order to get his wife's millions left to her by her famous aunt, he woos her, marries her, and then searches for the millions. This sounds like a Tyler Perry movie. Hmm. He he should remake it. I don't think but, so. But with a, a saucy grandmother. Oh, so I really like it the way it is. Medea's gaslighting. <laughs> there you go. I f- okay. I fixed it. Uh, All right, you're welcome. We're back to, by the, the way, Hood. the Robin, is it called Robin Hood? Just or? Robin Hood. Yes. Okay. It's no, no, no. Prince like, of Tides. No, no, that, no. I don't think he was ever a Prince of Tides. Just a Prince of Thieves. So Barbara Streisand is not involved. No, no. not Well, I mean, not that I saw. Is, is Kurt Russell in it? No, though, I, that would have been spectacular. Is, I want to make sure. Alan Rickman, no. It's no. Not, is he, Jeff Goldblum in it? Uh, 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 no, that would be, uh, spectacular. <laughs> Actually, you've, you've assembled, like, a cast that would have definitely improved So I'm going to assume Nicolas Cage is in it. Um, I don't think he turns movies down anymore, so if he's not in it, it's almost certain that he wasn't asked to be in it. I see. He is the 21st century's Michael Caine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If there was, if there was a Jaws 5... Nicholas Cage would probably be in it. You know, and and Adam and I would like to to say one more time. We would definitely be in. We Jaws would be 5. in any of your crappy movies. If, if you've ever even heard us mock it or or say <laughs> that it offends us, that doesn't mean we wouldn't be in. <laughs> we would take the, the money sequel or the direct to we video. Would do this. I, whatever you want. I'm I'm just I, I'm just saying. Just yeah. putting it out there. So Robin Hood stars uh, Eggsy from yes from from the Kingsman, mm-hmm, who um, is adorable. Which is not necessarily one of the qualities that you're looking for mm-hmm. in your your hooded Robin. I see. He's a bit of a moppet, uh, or has he outgrown that some? I I, I don't remember what he looks like. Performance wise, like I gotta he, look at him again. He isn't doing <coughs> necessarily anything wrong with the role, mm-hmm. but I don't think that he has the physical presence in, in order to to pull it off. Is it? 
kind of like when River Phoenix was the young Indiana Jones. Is this the young Robin Hood? Um, he's definitely young, but I, I don't necessarily think it's a, you know, the, the boyhood tales. Like it's, it starts at the junction point that a lot of Robin Hood seem to like with him coming away from the crusades back to his house. He just let, he's much younger than say Russell Crowe did it eight years ago when he was Robin Hood. Russell Crowe was Robin Hood? Yeah. In uh, 2010, Ridley Scott directed him. How did I miss that? Uh, it, it's actually pretty good. Like, honestly, I, I, I enjoyed it. I was kind of sad, like, n- not much came of it. See, now I want to see it. And, well, uh, this isn't going to surprise you, Jane. I have it. You can borrow it if you like. Really? It's. I mean, it's Ridley Scott. Even Ridley Scott's, like, worst day. It's pretty good. It's still be- better than a lot of people. From the trailer, and I, much like the Arthurian myth, which you and I love. Funny I- enough that they also tried to start a universe, like, with last year. King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. I heard that was horrible. Haven't seen it. Yeah, wait, lost a lot of money. This movie was also supposed to be the beginning of the Robin Hood universe. Do you own the King Arthur? Yes. Okay, I need to see that. Yes. Uh, so I guess I won't get rid of my, my what's it called, a DVD player after all. Well, I mean, I also own the digital, like, so I mean, it's... Oh, yeah. It's, okay. it's however we need to do it. So, um... In the trailer, and I wanted to say, yes, I'm very familiar with many iterations of the Robin Hood myth, but in the trailer, it looked like it was a a young Robin Hood, but he was actually Batman because, oh, is he this or is he that? Is he this guy? No, he's that guy. That's what I was getting from it. The the issue, besides like creating a franchise before you've released your first film, which... It, it, I think it's just karma, like Dark Universe, King Arthur Universe, Robin Hood Universe, like DC and Marvel seem to be the only two that be able to manage to do this in any like workable way. I think this film made $12 million its opening weekend mm. and the budget without like advertising or any of that thrown in was well over $100 million. Like, Do you think it will do well in let's say... It's not. No. Oh. It's, in it's another actually, land? It's doing worse overseas. Ooh, wow. Like, this thing is not only not going to start a universe, they're they're going to owe money. Like, for, well, I mean, I guess they've already spent. I'm just saying, like, this thing's in the hole. Like. Wow. It, it will not turn. It will. Ha- it would have to do just gangbusters. So, basically, you saw it alone. There was two other people in the theater. Did they work there? I don't know. It was dark. Okay. So, they... They could have. It's very possible that I was the only actual customer in the theater. What is good about the movie? Let's pretend there are no other versions. What's good about Robin Hood? Ben, uh, I think it's Mickelson. He was uh, played, um, he was in Rogue One. He was the main villain in Rogue One, whose name is escaping me right mm-hmm. now. The one that kind of shepherded the the Death Star. Yeah, along. yeah, that guy. Yes, he plays the Sheriff of Nottingham. Oh, okay. I can see that. That bit of casting, I think, worked for me. But mm-hmm. um, a lot of the other Isn't choices. Jamie Foxx in there? Jamie Foxx is Little John. Oh, okay. Um, I, I think a lot of people assumed, I think, that he was playing Azeem. However,. That character was created specifically for Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, mm-hmm. and if you use that character, Robin Hood himself is in public domain. If you use Azim, you have to pay, I believe it's Morgan Creek was the one that produced that. Whoever the rights holders are to the, either mm-hmm. Warner Brothers, you would have to then pay the money to the person 
who wrote that screenplay and created that character. And for those who don't know, Robin Hood had come back from the Crusades, but he had made a Muslim friend, and he brought his friend with him. Which is precisely what happens in this one as well. So, <laughs> so you would not be amiss for assuming that it was Azim. So he there is Nazim, but they gave him a different name, like Kazam or something. No, his he is Little John, Little John. Oh, 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 oh. Little oh. John is not an English, a very tall, large Englishman. He basically they took Azim and named him Little John. <laughs> so Little John is the Muslim friend. Yes, he Little yes. Well, that ain't right. Well, I just I'm I'm just I'm the messenger, just just telling you how it happened. Okay. Um. Would it have been better if it had been Kevin Hart as Little John? I, uh, man, yes. (laughs) I don't, listen, like, I respect Jamie, like, Jamie Foxx enjoyed him in Collateral, the man, either as an Oscar nomination or a win for Ray. Mm -hmm. Jamie Foxx does not, he does not have an untalented body of work. Yeah. I don't think Little John was the role for him. Okay. And he's trying to play, like... Um, in uh, Mask of Zorro, he is kind of taking the role that Anthony Hopkins had to mm-hmm. um, Antonio Banderas in so, that movie. So I'm guessing casting was just looking for a short man of color. And so they, it was left with him and Kevin Hart. And I guess Kevin Hart was busy. Pro- it, like Dwayne Johnson like was probably f- already filming six movies. And they're yeah. just like, we can't we can't hire him. Yeah. It, okay. All right, well, that kind of saddens me because I really enjoy the the Little John interplay with Robin Hood. Well, I mean, you still can, except this time it's 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 Jamie Foxx. completely different. It's in living colors, Jamie Foxx. So is he like a super ninja? Is that what I'm getting from the trailer? Everybody in this movie shoots bows and arrows like they are the frigging green arrow. Did Michael Bay direct it? No, no, I don't know that. uh, Funny enough, Leonardo DiCaprio produced it. See, which because I, I he he has his own production shingle, Appy and Way, and I notice it at the beginning of the movie, and I go, wait a minute. So right before I leave, I stick around long enough to see Leonardo DiCaprio produce the movie. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you right now, he was never on set. You want? No, oh no, no, I no. completely doubt it because it, the director would have immediately asked if he would have played Robin Hood mm-hmm. because this movie would have, I guarantee you, this movie would have opened to at least thirty million dollars. Now, if you would, I, I think that is the issue. Like, there's a lot of kind of a, a mishmash. Like, sometimes it wants to be Game of Thrones. Sometimes it feels like it's a medieval like version romp? of CW's is era. Is it ever a romp? There oh, are fun parts of that. Like, it's not just a, a a dreck for two hours, but it doesn't like amount to anything that you ever just go. I want to do this again, or I, I need to see where else this goes. So, as you're attempting to enjoy it, did you find it was just the script, the style of shooting, the just everything's a mess? Picture, if you will, if you got your second or third choice on everything. Mm-hmm. The 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 film is not shot poorly. It, it's honestly like I would say on par with some of your better like more overproduced television programs. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it doesn't feel like a $100 million to movie to me. Like, 
you didn't have an actor that you could guarantee like people would come to. Like I said, Leonardo DiCaprio in the lead role? Yeah, that, that gets you a $20, $30 million opening. You've got eyes on that. You get Leonardo DiCaprio in that role, maybe you get larger actors to fill out like the supporting mm-hmm. cast. Like, okay, The Kingsman, which... Exy, uh, who were the same star of this, you've got actors surrounding him that are immensely talented. You have Samuel L. Jackson. You've got Colin Firth. You you have all these people surrounding him that kind of fill out that star power because I don't think he can necessarily open his own mm-hmm. movie yet, and I don't think any of these actors necessarily can open their own film at this point. Um, they're they're not untalented, but I just don't. I don't ever say. Oh, he's in it. Well, I've got. To, I have to go see that opening weekend. You've got a directo uh, director, um, Otto Preminger. No, no, no. That would no. Have, that would have been interesting. <laughs> um, you have a director that I, I I've never heard of. Um, he's probably done like a good deal of commercial and probably TV work. Like you need someone like a Tarantino, uh, the aforementioned Ridley Scott on Robin. You would have been better off taking the Robin Hood from 2010 and building a universe mm-hmm. out of that. Like, speaking of, like, really talented cast there, you have Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. You've got Galandriel herself playing Maid Marian. You, I'm saying, Why did I not see this? I, I, I can't tell you, Jane. It, it They advertised it. like, well, And it was 2010? 2010. So, I mean, I, eight, eight I was, years ago. Like, I, I was busy. Honestly, I, I think you would have been better having Kevin Costner revisit the role of Robin Hood mm-hmm. 20-some-odd years later and have that character expo- explore that world. There's just everything about this felt like it was the second or third thing they wanted. The script isn't terrible, but it isn't that good either. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of cliches in it. Like, you need, like, an Aaron Sorkin. You needed at least one lightning rod to really make this thing an event, and that's what your movie has to be if you want to create a universe. The first um, Iron Man, like you've got a lot of talent showing on that. Like Robert Downey Jr. was a risk, but it was a risk that paid off. John Favreau, maybe not a proven talent at that point. You you have all of this like assemblage of you had Jeff Bridges mm-hmm. like in one of those roles. You need something, I guess, that people can kind of gravitate toward because the cast itself wasn't so untalented that you wouldn't see. Any of that, but like I said, it just not nothing of it is ex, is ex, exceptional. If this was a TV movie, like if this was like a Sunday night movie on ABC or something, would have been, people I think would have been raving about it. But as a theatrically released film, I, I cannot think of anything that I have not seen done in it that I have not seen done somewhere else, either in a previous Robin Hood film. Like I said, it feels like they are taking just episodes out of CW's Arrow mm-hmm. and applying it to this. So Who, he himself is an archer that robs from the rich. I get yeah. I get what they're doing there. And Arrow itself took a great deal from the Robin Hood myth when they were cre- creating Green Arrow, who himself feels a lot like a ripoff of Batman that they're also doing in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, they wanted to be Game of Thrones. They wanted to be Batman Begins. They wanted to be Arrow. They wanted to be political intrigue. But you can see all of that done better in other locations. It's mm, a bummer. It's it's like a like a, a like a not name brand buffet. It's got steak. It's an $8 buffet. It's all you can eat. It's not great steak, but I mean, at least you can eat all the steak you want mm. even if it's, you know, three steps above bologna. I believe this horse is beginning to turn. I I'm just like 
it's not the dumpster fire that a lot of critics have just like tossed at it. It is watchable, but there's nothing exceptional about it, and I don't feel I need to revisit it. I see. Well, should it show up streaming somewhere at some point, I may turn it on. It's almost in in parts so bad it's good in like kind of the the cliches with it, but it's not quite so bad it's good either. It, it's not even it's not so like bad Sharknado that it's good. funny. No. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it just it was it's as middle of the road huh. as you could get it. And if like I said, if you want to create a universe like when they did Man of Steel, you got Christopher Nolan and one of the gentlemen that had uh, participated heavily in the writing of those movies to kind of set up Man of Steel. Like he produced that, got Zack Snyder in Man of Steel, for better or for worse, started off the DC universe, and we're several films in. Maybe not to the success level that Marvel is, but that's a, that's a better way that you start a universe. Marvel does gangbusters with Iron Man, comes out of the gate. All these other ones don't seem to understand why people wanted to visit these universes again and again and again. And we're getting these like $150, $160 million adaptations of these things that no one was asking for. And... Literally, they they just stop dead in their tracks. Like mm. they're they, I don't know if it's because they're putting the cart before the horse, if they're counting their eggs before they're hatched or what. But like, you you can't just be like, this is a franchise. Like, mm. you have to give people a reason to show up. Like the mummy that I think did a lot of things right, did a couple of things wrong. But you got to do it all right if you want to have like a self sustaining ten year franchise that makes fifteen billion dollars. I e Marvel now. You can answer this for me. So, uh, Robin Hood, eh, probably going to have to take a pass, but it's not horrible. And if you don't, I'll tell you this, if you don't do it now, you're not going to see it in theaters. (laughs) I'm saying you better do it right as you are hearing this in the podcast. You better do it now because it's probably about to come out of theaters. (laughs) So, what we're excited about, I know both of us are, on the 21st, Aquaman. But for different reasons, I believe. Yes, but also he talks to animals. He's kind right, of, he's yeah. kind of see, like Dr. Doolittle. You're Doolittle. seeing this because of Dr. Doolittle. But, yeah, but here's it. my actual legit question. So I'm going to say that Aquaman, it could just be two hours of him standing there. This movie is going to make a lot of money. Beyond that, this is what I don't know. Who are the other characters that would then be next in the Aquaman franchise? Because I'm sure there will be at least one more, if not... 15. Well, keep in mind that Aquaman is part of the DC universe. Like, okay. he was spun out of, for better, however you felt about Justice League, that is the character's, like, real So that's first how he was introduced? Appearance, yeah. Okay. And, like, for everybody that wants to bemoan Justice League, I like that it movie. did $200 million in the U.S. Like, it wasn't the avenger size success that D- Warner Brothers wanted, but I'm going to remind you, the last Avengers movie just made $2 billion. Everybody wants Avengers-level success. Mm-hmm. Justice League like also gave us The Flash, which has a standalone film planned. Uh, there is a, He was epic in that. I, I'm just pointing out, like, if you didn't like Justice League, it's going to give us Aquaman. And even if it's not, say, The Dark Knight Reborn... Mm-hmm. I think it's enough that the film is going to warrant like its its inception. So that, that means point. basically any DC villain could in the future have to deal with Aquaman. 
Well, I mean, hypothetically, yeah, yes. hypothetically. Like, if you, you they they were talking to Henry Cavill about guesting in uh, Shazam. Did he play Jesus? No, that's no. the different. That's uh, Jim Caviezel, not okay. Henry Cavill. All right, because that would be Henry very Cavill strange. would be a ripped. I mean, Jesus to have Jesus and Aquaman. God help the centurion that messed with Henry Cavill as Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a movie I'd watch. Yeah, that would be. Uh, well, Aquaman and, and Jesus I mean, Superman would work. itself is a I pretty. Mean, Heavy allegory to, like, Christ as well in most cases. As is E.T. Did just, you not know just that? Just putting out... The, well, I mean, Henry Cavill didn't play E.T., which, by the way... <laughs> would be God help the FBI agent <laughs> that messes with that E.T. Okay, so if you're writing the sequel that we know will happen, who are you going to have mess with Aquaman and pollute the waters and this and that? Mr. Burns? Black Manta is apparently showing up in the movie, but I don't see him... As the main villain, it looks like it's his brother in this movie. I would say they're kind of hinting at Black Manta to be the larger villain in the next movie. Does Black Manta ever fight Black Panther? Um, no, they're from different universes. Um, but in theory, I mean Superman, Batman. Well, right, but they're from the same universe. Like, they can do that. Oh, yeah. Like, Marvel, Black Panther. Gotcha. DC, Black Manta. <laughs> I don't know how I mixed those up. I, I, I don't either. It's, it's a common mistake. Common mistake. I mean, I, honestly, like Aquaman, if it does like the business that Wonder Woman did, like here's the problem with those characters. Batman and Spider-Man have rogues galleries like to fill a library. Like you remember the library from Beauty and the Beast, the, the animated mm -hmm, version, mm -hmm. when she's just singing and dancing around that thing, doing backflips in it. That's how deep their rogues galleries go. Name me five Aquaman villains. I can't name you any. And don't don't name other Batman villains that just oh. so happen to have um, fought Aquaman. Uh, um, a shark with pointy teeth. I mean, I can you name me Wonder Woman's villain in the sequel? Uh, the Russians. No, it's okay. it's, it's the cheetah. But the I, I'm just what? saying, like, unless you're deep cuts and these like these characters do not have that pantheon of of villains to draw from so do you think then the writers will create no because then you the get, fans would crucify them that's when you get batman forever and batman and robin they were like yeah there's 60 years worth of history on this character but i can do better oh. i can do better here yeah. we'll do this well and you can't okay so uh, the next movie you're going to review on our next podcast is instant family instant kind of like instant soup i guess just add water um exactly i mean not exactly. just it they're not edible exactly families right. aren't edible i don't know if you take nothing away Ginger from bread. this podcast today families are not edible gingerbread men families are edible they i mean to, if you're not a gingerbread man then no, it's cannibalism come drop buttons okay so uh Cannibal christmas starring gingerbread man <laughs> <laughs> this was not a review of Aquaman because it's not out yet, <laughs> nor a a medical podcast on the sugar sickness. This the, was the sugar. <laughs> this Superman's was... got the kryptonite, baby. Come here, <laughs> we'll get you some of the the UV yellow suns rays to heal you up good. This was actually a review of Robin Hood, which is basically me. You should probably just watch any other version of Robin Hood. Okay, there you go. One. All right. Well, thanks for listening to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jay Nellen. And I'm Adam Cravens.